Okay. Very curious how this is going to go. I'm going to be looking at my TikTok right here, and I'm going to be looking at the Zoom recording. And for those of you listening on the podcast, I am recording live this morning on my TikTok to just, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. It's my first time doing this, and I'll be looking in the comment section and things like that. But for today, I'm going to see if anybody's popping in that I know. Um, For today, I have been doing this book called The Artist's Way. And if any of y'all are watching on TikTok, I'm also recording live for my podcast on Good Day with Ray. But if you've heard of The Artist's Way, please let me know in the comments below. But The Artist's Way is something that a program, if you will, that I've tried many a times. It is called, let's see if it has like the full, The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity. And it's a 12-week program. So I'm wondering if anybody has seen it yet. Um, And those of you listening on the podcast, you may have heard me um, talk about it before. But today, they have these little quotes all over the book on the side margins. And I like to read them when I can. There's usually like a bunch of them. But for today's topic in the margin on page 38 of The Artist's Way, it says, make your own recovery the first priority in your life. Make your own recovery the first priority in your life by Robin Norwood. And so with that being said, when I read that, make your own recovery the first priority in your life. What does that sound like to you? What does that look like to you? And this morning, the reason why I wanted to share this quote today was because this morning when I read that, I, thanks, Brittany. Brittany just said, good morning. Love the mic. Those of you on the podcast also know who Brittany is. Um, We run a Facebook group called Journey to Awakening with Brittany and Ray. So if you're not in the Facebook group, that is also available in the link tree in my bio. But whenever I read this, make, just going to say it one more time, make your own recovery the first priority in your life. I thought about, actually, I'm glad Brittany's in here. I thought about the chat we had on Sunday on TikTok Live. And our chat on Sunday was about shifting frequencies and and acknowledging yourself when you're going to change or you feel like a change is coming, but you're afraid and you're like, I've worked so hard to get to here. I don't want to change it now sort of thing. And it made me think about how towards the end of the live, a lot of people were asking about their partners and they were asking about, well, what if you want to change and you're afraid that someone won't like it, or you're afraid that someone's going to leave you. So those of you that are watching on TikTok live right now, if that's something, when you think about making your own recovery the first priority in your life, I guess right now, the reason why the word, I feel like she used that because in this book, it literally is about recovering your own inner artist and your own passion for life, things like that. So if I were to change it, for those of y'all that don't resonate with the word recovery, um, make your happiness 
the first priority in your life. Make your, and actually, just as I said that out loud, this phrase, make your own happiness the first priority in your life. Does that, when I said it, I felt selfish. Does anybody else, when you say, I'm going to make me happy first, do you feel selfish when you say that? Do you tell yourself that you're self-centered? Like, or here's a better question. What is something or a reason you're holding back from being happy? Does that make sense? Can anybody kind of speak on that this morning? But when we were talking the other day and people were asking, like, I don't want to change because I don't know, or, or I want to change. And this person makes fun of me. Hello, Lori. Good morning. It's like, I hear sometimes I want to change, but this person makes fun of me, or I want to change, but I don't know what this person will think about me. I want to change, but I don't know what that looks like. And I don't know if this person will be on board or some other people will be on board. We have a comment that says, I've been holding back because I don't want to hurt my husband. Man, that hurts my heart a little bit. Uh, I really felt that when you said that, Mary. Um, I think a lot of us hold back. Good morning, good morning. I think a lot of us hold back for the fear of hurting others. Like I know I held back from doing like card readings and chakra readings and exploring spiritual topics and practices for a long time because I didn't want to hurt my parents or, you know, my mom, my family for going in a di different direction than they raised me. Does that make sense? So speaking to that, it's like, maybe that just brought up another question. What are we recovering from? Or what are the beliefs we have that are holding us back from being happy? Being, well, this was how I was raised or this is how everybody does things, or this is how society says we should do X, Y, and Z. This is what my vows said. And this is what the promise I made to this person said. So, but a big reason I wanted to talk about this today about making our recovery or making our happiness our first priority is because literally when I read that, I was like, Ray, you're so selfish for wanting to do that. Ray, you know, that's not how we teach people to do things. We don't think about ourselves first. We think about ourselves later. We do things for other people. And I don't know. I, I wanted to offer it to y'all. Let me know what you think about that. Do you feel selfish? If you don't, let me know your secrets in the chat. Like, have you just overcome that already? Have you just decided, like, did something happen a few years ago where you just decided to, you couldn't do it anymore? And I think, I think I'm getting there. I can't say I'm there yet, but I think I'm getting to the point where I just can't do it anymore. I can't, also what I thought about was, how little we're actually able to give when we're not filling ourselves up first, right? And Blanche is over here watching birds out the window. That's why I'm getting like some sunshine, some not. But um, this is what she does all day long. Y'all don't know Blanche. 
Yeah. And then Mary says, yeah, that's where I'm at. I can't do it anymore. So what, if you can, hello, Ashley, good morning. If you can speak to what is, for those of you that are holding back still, why? Just like put a name or like a group of people or a belief that you have is like why you're holding back. We have another comment morning. I changed when I realized that those I was giving weren't giving back. Man, I think I'm going to like this whole live TikTok for the podcast thing because I literally, it just, it's already filling me up just to hear feedback and knowing what y'all are feeling. It's just, I'm loving this so far. So I love, I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of us get to that point. I think that's a lot of people's breaking points is you know, realizing we're giving, 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 and, and we're just not getting the same in return. And even as I said that what's coming up to me in my head, which could prolong this process is like, we hear within ourselves, well, you don't give to give back or, uh, you don't give in order to get back my, sorry, I'm sorry. We don't give in order to receive, you know, and that's true. I'm sure that's true. However, I've stayed in so many situations because of that. And like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to give, give, give. This person has nothing to give me. And that's okay because I don't give in order to receive. And I'm just getting this image of this bucket that had all this water and you just keep giving away your water and no one's refilling your water. No one's helping. And another thing that the universe has helped me understand is if you are going to do that, if you are going to give that much from your own self, make sure you're taking care of yourself. This is why it all ties back to make your own recovery, the first priority in your life, make your own recovery. Like I totally believe and like, I'm getting chills as I'm saying this The universe is like, you can give all day without needing to receive. And you're going to have to make sure you're going to give to yourself if that's what's going to happen. Um, so I want to read some of the comments because we have some, some comments here. Let's look. So I've been more selective about who I put before me. Someone put my mom and mother-in-law. Those are some of the people I, I would think um, it, it's funny on TikTok for those of y'all that are on the podcast, um, we have usernames. So we don't always know what the name is, but I'm, I'm assuming when I see my mother and mother-in-law, these are probably people when you think about doing something, it's almost like they're standing there like a wall, like you cannot pass, or I'm going to think this about you if you start to do this. Right. And so we don't see them as a wall, but in my vision right now that I'm having, they, they serve as a block when we care about what these people think or what they're going to say. Um, Bob says, I'm a procrastinator. Like we need to have a procrastinator support group. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like that as well. And then Mary says, that's exactly how I feel to give and give and get nothing in return. I feel like so many of us can resonate with that. I felt like I couldn't say no to that person and needed to make myself a priority. Okay. So this, I think was speaking back to what we said earlier about, um, a breaking point giving is better than taking. I agree. I agree with that. 
I give so much of myself and I lose who I am. I love, well, I don't love that. I was, I was gonna say, I love that you said that Ashley, cause that's a good point as well. And then, um, after I read a few more comments, we'll go to the card pool that I have for this morning. Cause I did a pre card pool. I asked the universe knew what the message was. And I asked for some cards, but Ashley says, I give so much of myself and I lose who I am for some reason. I don't, it's not for some reason, but, uh, I was going to say, I'm thinking about moms and I know that this individual in particular, they are a mom. And I want to say that for mother's day, I have like a lot of mothers who are friends, who are sisters, my own mom. And when I was like, Hey, what do you want to do for mother's day? Or what do you want for mother's day? None of them knew. None of them knew they are wives and they are moms. And it's like, in my head, all I could feel was like, they are so used to doing for other people. They don't even think about themselves anymore. So I'm wondering, Ashley, if that's kind of how you were feeling as well. And, um, let me see if there's a few more in here. Cause there are married 15 years. I think I worry about what people say when I leave. Oh my goodness. That's a, that's a deep one, Mary. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Been married for 15 years. And I think I worry about what people are going to say when I leave. Mm. You know, I feel like there's a lot of people that feel that way. Wow. Wow. I just want to sit with that because I feel like there's a lot of people and, and they're actually even showing me like communities as well. Marriages are like that. Families are like that. Like, can you imagine? I actually had somebody in my family that basically left our family and they probably were afraid for a long time, what people were going to say, like, you can't just disown your parents, which, you know, it is what it is. Some people do that, but like, I'm sure it happens not just in marriages, but in friendships and in communities, churches. Like I was afraid what my church was going to say. Sometimes I still get afraid with the people I grew up with in that church, what they say about me behind their back. If they're like, Oh, Ray's doing this podcast. She's not this anymore. All, I still, because also I have people that still hang out with them and I'm like, do they talk about me behind my back? It's kind of annoying, but I don't worry about it as much. But back then I was like, what, it, when I leave the church, what are people going to say about me? So let's see. Okay. Yes. hundred percent. That's how I feel. I'm always needed as a mom, as a spouse and as a worker. Yeah. It's it's intense. So I want to, I want to just close that little discussion with the quote and, um, and then don't, don't leave yet. I'm, I have our card pool here for y'all to see and experience, but I want to just remind you, make your own recovery, the first priority in your life. And we also switched it in case you don't resonate with recovery, make your own happiness the first priority in your life. Make your own peace your first priority. I like that one. Make your peace your first priority. I like that one. I'm like giving chills. I love that one. Make your peace your first priority because peace is not conditional. Things can be upsetting. You could not know what you want to do next, but peace can be there through hard times, through confusion, through happy times. Like it is available, but I feel like happiness is way more conditional. So make 
your own peace, the first priority in your life. And I feel like that will really set us up to, to give without needing to receive or to give and not care as much or take it as personal when people are just don't have it to give, you know, and we will talk about boundaries because I don't want to advocate for just like giving, 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 and never caring about receiving. That is not what the reading says. So we're going to get into the reading right now. Yeah. The people in our life, can you imagine, like, I I thought I was going to close this discussion, but Mary, I just, I'm loving your comments today. They're really great. I'm loving everybody's comments too. Um, but you said, but I know my kids will be happy when I am, you know, think about the people in your life that are miserable. How often do you want to be around them? You know what I mean? It's like, how often do you want to be around someone? And I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody for complaining. I actually had a friend, uh, over the weekend, I was like helping her with something. She made a point to call me on Monday morning, like, thank you so much for being there. I was so upset. And you were just like, you really took it. And it's like, because I love my friend, dude, like it makes me want to cry. Like I felt weird that they were even saying thank you to me. Cause I'm like, I'm your friend. I can be with you when you're bitching and I can be with you when you're happy. Like, so saying that still, when we are happy and we are fulfilled, people feel that. And I feel like everybody is just happier all around. You know what I mean? So I love that comment, Mary. I know my kids will be happy when I am. I feel like that's not just, I mean, I apologize for going off of, but I think that they're good inspirations to talk about other things. Like my workplace will be happier when I am, my friends will be happier when I am, my husband or wife will be happier when I am, you know, I feel like it's all the way around. So with that being said, I'm going to close the artist way book and show y'all the reading for today barely even looked over at the podcast, but that's okay. Most of the people listen on the podcast, they're on the audio. So I'm so glad I tried this. I love this. I might do this every morning. That'd be fun. So, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Lori, I, I can, you know, Lori said when you, but when you felt so alone for so long and someone holds space for you, you know, I think that's why I do it because I had so many people to do that for me. Like when I was just going off, one of my friends just had such beautiful awareness to just sit there while I just went off, you know? And when I was like, I'm sorry, they're like, why are you sorry? That's everything's fine. So for the reading today, are y'all ready for this reading? Okay. I really liked it actually. So in my first position is usually the message, like what is it that the universe wants to bring to light and highlight? So in the first, and I'm wondering how y'all feel about this, but it's gut instincts. So when I pulled that card in the first position, it made me feel like there are some of you who know what you need to do. And actually that's probably why it's frustrated. Like you've had this instinct, you've had this desire, you have thought something over and over again that either you want to start doing or a boundary you want to set or a thing you want to go to. Like there is something pulling you in a direction and you know that it is. That's what I gained from 
from that card that the universe is. Yeah. Someone said, listen to your intuition. Intuition is actually on this card. It says intuition, knowing, sensing, and trust. So actually I'm glad you brought that up, Mary, because, um, intuition is on the, on the card. Also trust is on the card. And I'm, if Mary hadn't like inspired me to read all the words on there, I heard trust, trust in that direction trust that you're being pulled in that direction for a reason. Okay. So trust, no, like, and also on here is like sensing. I saw these like little feelers. It's like, you know, you know what you need to do next. You felt it for a long time. And then in the middle one, uh, the middle position, I have to cover up a little bit because this card on TikTok. So it says desires. And on here, it says goals, passion, craving, fulfillment. And when I see that in my head, some of the words that are standing out is like fulfillment and passion. And with it being upright, it's a little odd because actually I thought it'd be, I thought it would be in reverse, but it's actually upright. So in my experience, I'm going to sit with it just a little bit on like energetically what this could mean. So what I'm like seeing in my head right now is like this very bright, this very bright passion. It's so this is kind of how I see it's, it's really bright, but it's all blocked. So it's like, I feel it shining through. I see it wanting to come through and there's just, uh, almost like an eclipse. If that makes sense. It's like, it's like something is covering it, but it's really, like, I feel like you really want this. And I feel like there is, um, fulfillment on the other side of it, if that makes sense. So this gut instinct and this sensing and knowing this is going to bring you to like moving that block. So where you can start expressing yourself. So that's what I'm feeling. If you follow that, I feel like this desire and this, this fulfillment that you're craving can come through. And this was funny. Well, funny, whatever you want to call it, but personal boundaries. So this is in the third position, which in the third position is what the universe wants you to do. So in the third position, when I pulled this card, it literally flipped like this. It was this way. And then just as I was going to grab the cards, it like flipped up and that meant something to me. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm sorry that you can't see the cards, but, um, I think I'm reading them well enough for you, but for personal boundaries, that made me feel like there is a personal boundary in your life that you've thought about putting and, and you're ready. You're ready to put that personal boundary into place. And the reason I say that is with it being in reverse and then turning made me feel like you've thought about it a lot. Maybe you even said it before. Maybe you said it before and you've expressed this boundary before but it was dormant. You haven't been holding other people accountable to it. Maybe let's take it a step further. You haven't been holding yourself accountable to enforcing it. If that makes sense. Cause we can only, we can only, what is the word I'm thinking of? We can only hold ourselves accountable if that makes sense or all that. Anyways, we can only control ourselves. That's what I meant. We can hold other people accountable, but we can only really, um, I'm blanking on the word. I'm so sorry. We can only do for ourselves and like, um, follow through 
things like that. So you're ready. You're ready to set this boundary. For those of you that are in the chat, please let me know what is the boundary you've been thinking about setting. Good morning, Eliana. It's good to see you. So, oh, oh, and other words popping out to me on here too, a choice, a choice. There's a choice that I feel like you're ready to make. That's coming to me as well. So if there's a boundary you've been wanting to set, could be with yourself or with someone else, let me know in the chat. Also, if there's a choice you've been wanting to make, let me know in the chat because you're ready. You're ready. And then another one that came out in the end, which is usually this is the part of the reading where I get a direction or guidance for you. So I've been setting a boundary with my son about his preteen tone. Oh girl, you know, I, I got a lot of nieces and nephews and I'm around, um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of little people getting into that age. And I'm like, man, I remember when I was that age or I can barely remember, but I remember a little bit. We, we thought we knew everything, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Sending lots of, lots of love for you. And then, so with the crown chakra and the last position around this boundaries, personal boundaries, this is interesting. This is interesting. I feel like once you make this choice and maybe it's both, I think somebody said both, either you make a choice and, or you set a boundary, you're, you're, I don't want to call it intuition, but with the, with the crown chakra, I associate that with faith and guidance and the universe kind of working for us and feeling more in flow. I feel like that will happen. You'll start to feel more inspired and you'll start to feel more in flow and you'll start to feel more guided once you make this choice, once you set this boundary, like the crown chakra is in reverse right now. So it may feel like things are stale and you're not getting a lot of messages or you just feel not as connected. If that makes sense, let me know if that's how you're feeling in the chat, but you may be feeling that, but once you make this choice and, or once you set this boundary, that faith will be restored and that feeling of connection with the universe will return. So let me see. I just felt like I saw something about this choice or this personal boundary. It's like, again, I see a lot of blocks coming through, but it's once you make this choice or set this boundary, it's like, I see one of those blocks falling down and what's, what previously felt so hard is just going to open it's going to feel like fresh air. It's going to feel like you opening a window and feeling like really cool air. I know it's the summertime, so it may not be cool where y'all are, but just imagine like a really cool place. It'll be like opening a window. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. This feels so good. This feels so much better. That's how I'm feeling. And this crown chakra energy will be restored. So I'll read a few more comments. It says, um, I feel like, I just feel like I'm not loved or appreciated, man. Mm. I just want to sit with that. I, I, cause honestly, it's like, I wish I had some intuition around that, but I just want to feel that. I just feel like I'm not loved or appreciated. So with you saying that, 
um, Mary, how is that changing your mood? Or how is that changing your attitude towards the people you aren't feeling loved or appreciated from? Can you let me know in the chat? I'm just curious if you feel like sharing, if you don't, that's fine. But that's kind of what I felt to ask when I read that. And then Lori said, this applies to more than one area for me. I think it does for me as well. Um, someone says, I can, it, I relate when it comes to my family. And then Mary says, it makes me feel like I don't want to do anything. Mary, I just love that you're sh saying this. There is somebody that I know specifically that I'm like, I wonder if this is how they're feeling too. So like, I just want to appreciate you for being so open and honest today because wow, I, I think more people are feeling, and I, and this is why I'm, I'm just loving this. I wonder if this is what I'll do for the most part of my podcast from now on. This will be really fun. Are y'all enjoying it? Let me know if y'all like it in the chat. If, if you're liking these morning chats, maybe I will do this, um, most mornings. That would be kind of cool. I would love to spend some time with y'all in the morning. And then, uh, Leo fire says resentment, right? I'm trying to think when I felt, when I felt like I was giving love or doing things for other people and it didn't feel appreciated, didn't feel acknowledged it, you know, I was doing so much and felt like I was getting so little, I mean, the bare minimum, just love or like a hug, affection, something like that. I'm trying to feel, I'm trying to remember what that made me feel like. I think it made me feel alone sometimes and yeah, resentment, angry. I felt like I deserved something. Like I just felt like they needed one guy actually told me, I feel like I always have to pay you back for something. And I said, I kind of yelled at him. I was like, well, maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do. Maybe I do deserve something in return. That's what I told him. <laughs> I yelled at him. Anyways, this was like a few years ago. Um, all right. I'll read a few more of these comments and then we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll be back on tomorrow at 7 a.m. I'm really loving this, by the way. Um, yeah. So we have, oh, and then Lori says, I'm ready to run away some days. Oh, Y'all, I just know that this message is for more people. I just know it because I, I, I know that feeling. And I actually, I feel like somebody has told me that recently, like in my life, they're like, I just want to go. I'm tired of this. I'm done. Um, and we're saying, I really like this. This is awesome, Ray. And then this is a great way to start the day. Thanks, Brittany. Oh, and then, um, yellow electric seedling. Can you tell me, do you mind telling me your name? I would love to say your name, but, um, I can say your username if you're more comfortable with that. But she says the last feeling is regret. Mm, I feel that. Yes, we do feel alone. I want to escape. I feel like I don't want to do anything for anyone. Then on the other hand, I feel like I need to do more. Is that, did I read that right? I need to do more. Mm feel like just walking away. Wow. So, so maybe this is actually a better way when we prioritize our peace, when we prioritize our happiness. Okay. Thank you, Ashley, Ashley. Um, thank you for letting me know your name. Hopefully I, I usually can remember it. If y'all comment a lot on the lives, I am pretty, maybe people can speak to it. I, I start to remember y'all's names, but 
what was I saying? So prioritizing our peace, prioritizing our happiness, prioritizing our own recovery. And when I say recovery, it's, it's directly related to the artist's way. And it's about like recovering our inner desires, our inner creativity, all those things. When we make that a priority, I feel like it could maybe help us commit to those people in our lives more. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm seeing so many people in here saying, I want to walk away. I just want to leave. Like, I'm just so tired of giving and never receiving and I'm just feeling done. So maybe before we walk away and before we just throw our hands up and say, this is worthless, I'm done with this, bye. If we start to prioritize our peace, our happiness and recovering our inner desires and focusing more on our fulfillment and what's going to light us up, it makes me want to cry a little bit, maybe maybe these, maybe these things won't leave us, you know, I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but just maybe when we are feeling more at peace and settled and fulfilled, maybe it'll shift the energy and maybe it won't, but I truly believe that if things fall away, it's meant it's for the best of everybody involved, you know? So let me know what you think about that in the chat. Just before I head off, um, this was super fun. And I really love that I did this. This is really cool. So just stay on for a couple more minutes and I'll upload this podcast. If you're not already familiar, I do have a podcast called Good Day with Ray and it's anywhere that you want to listen to it. Pretty sure if you can't, let me know if it's not on your platforms, but it's on all the major ones. And I've had it for like a year and a half now. I was feeling a little bit, um, I was having a block, so I hadn't been podcasting in a while, but this may have like cured that. This is really fun. So also I might do some readings this afternoon. Oh, glad. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad it did too. Y'all are so welcome. And I, you're saying, thank you. I needed this. I needed it as well. Like I just, this is what I feel when we're talking about reciprocal energy. I feel so lit up. And my heart feels so full. So if that's what you're feeling, like I'm getting chills and I'm almost going to cry, I feel it too. Like I feel it so much too. So thank you, Mary, for being here. Thank you, everybody, that um, whether you popped on earlier or popped on later, if you just got on, I'm going to post it on the podcast called Good Day with Ray. Feel free to go listen to it over there. And yeah, maybe I'll see y'all this afternoon for some readings, but I will thank you so much for being here. Maybe I'll do this tomorrow morning again at 7 CST, 7 a.m. All right. Thank you for being here, Brittany. I'm so glad to see you. All right. Bye, guys.